How's it going, everybody? You're listening to Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady. I am a thru-hiker. I am a peak bagger. And this is the podcast where I chat with other hiking nerds just like myself about their experiences on the trail. If you're new here, please hit that subscribe button. If you are not new, welcome back. I really appreciate you tuning in either way. This is a good one, folks. Kate Cash is on the show. She is so badass. She's done so much stuff. In this episode, we mostly focus on her current project, which is an attempt at being the first person to complete a single-year grid of the South Beyond 6,000. Now, if you don't know what that list is, then hang tight. We're going to get to it in just a second, but we don't just talk about that. We jump all over the place. We kind of talk about through hiking versus peak bagging we talk about, we talk about the the gas station slash ice cream shop slash little convenience store called Stewart's in uh northeastern new york so shout out to Stewart's. um we really kind of went all over the place with this one it's mostly hiking though don't worry um and yeah it was it was a lot of fun i don't think i've ever laughed this much during an episode so i mean it was it was just a blast kate when you hear this thank you so much for coming on and let's do it again soon. Short intros, folks, that's the name of the game, but real quick here before we get into the episode, I gotta plug the contact info, the social media, all that good stuff, at Pod on Instagram. If you haven't checked out the Instagram yet, you should really go do that. I'd like to think that it's a little bit different than most podcasts' Instagram pages. It's not just like constant plugs for the Patreon and constant links to the episodes and all that stuff. I mostly just post original photos that I've taken myself, try to get some discussions going in the comments section, and reposting various stories from cool hikers I see, cool photos I see, stuff like that. So, at Trail Tales Pod, one more time, go check that out. The show has a Facebook as well, which I always forget to mention in these introductions. Trail Tales on Facebook, go look it up. And yeah, email is the last one. That's a pretty important one, trailtalespod at gmail.com. Send me some advice or just drop me a line, say hi. And if you do that, or if you just message me on Facebook or Instagram as well, and you want me to send you a couple Trail Tales stickers for free, I can do that. Just make sure to shoot me your address and I will get those out. And I can take over your water bottle and or your car windshield and all that good stuff. So yeah, trailtalespod at gmail.com. Quick iTunes review read, and then we're going to get into the episode. I'm way behind on these. This one says, Happy Trails Made Better. I don't know. I don't really know what that means. My wife and I have listened to all your episodes, and we really enjoy them. You speak frank and upbeat, and we love your guest. I think they meant guests, or maybe they just like one of my guests. I don't know. That is refreshing that you aren't total PC (laughs) and don't sugarcoat things. Thanks for the time and effort you put in. Keep it up. If anybody wants to go leave a five-star iTunes review, it's a great way to help the show. And speaking of helping the show, shout out to my latest Patreon supporter, Eric. Everybody go check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash trailtales. Let's get into the episode number 48 with Kate Cash. Kate Cash, how's it going? (laughs) <laughs> Hi. Hi, how are you? I am good. Are you excited to be on the podcast today? Um, I definitely am. I am still kind of getting over the fact that um, I'm on it and that I'm not listening to it. It's kind of weird to have you talk back to me um, <laughs> <laughs> instead of just a one-way communication. But uh, But yeah, it's pretty rad and I am really excited. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited too. I didn't know you like actually listened that much i mean i kind of assumed um because you're a sister that you had heard a little bit but how much did you i'm I'm gonna put you on the spot so hard here <laughs> how, how much have you actually listened um well my sister has this always happens with sam um she'll be like dude listen to this podcast and i was like nah man i don't listen to hiking podcasts like i i, I only hike i don't listen to hiking podcasts and then she was like well Philip was on it. You should listen to Philip's episode. And so then I listened to Philip's episode. And then I listened to Alton's episode. And you don't, you just do like the, well, I'll just listen to like one more and you pick and choose. Um, 
And when you're all caught up, you just start listening to the new ones, um, <laughs> which is what I'm doing now. So, so you've heard all of them then? Is that what you're saying? Um, I haven't been back enough to the one... Um, the only time, the only reason I know that I haven't listened to it is because you reference it, you just reference it a whole bunch in, uh, in, in two episodes back about the first Northville Placid Trail episode. I haven't gotten back to that one. I That's okay. That far the back. old ones are, are even more cringy than the current ones, so. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> at least on my end, at least on my end. So that's okay. You, you don't have to go back that far. Um, so everybody listening, Kate listens to Trail Tales. So if you're new here, you should be cool like her and listen as well. And I also want to give a big shout out to your sister, Sam. Sam, when you're hearing this, thank you so much. Sam has been a longtime supporter of Trail Tales, not just in that she's messaged me and given me feedback and all that stuff, but she's also been a longtime Patreon supporter which is awesome. I don't really have too many of those, which is why I harp on it every single introduction. So everybody else, you should be cool like Sam and check out the Patreon. And shameless plug. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> Kate, I'm so stoked that you listened to this podcast. That's good because you kind of know how this goes, um, which yeah. probably doesn't really matter that much. Most of my guests don't <laughs> listen, but um, I don't know, just like just, just like a bonus, like a bonus points there. So <laughs> that's... Oh, Yeah. Oh That's- yeah, no, for 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 sure. I definitely have like uh like like I said before we start recording, like if you don't ask me for my hiking story at the end, I will ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I have been waiting for this moment. Perfect. Perfect. I see you're already taking after like some of my mannerisms too. I I've heard a couple <laughs> like for sure's in there and you'll probably be saying sure. like a bunch by for the end sure. too, so. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Anyways, so you were one of the most requested guests I've had in a long time. And and what's funny about that is most of the requests came in after we had already set up a recording, basically, or after we'd at least like talked about recording. Um, maybe yeah. we hadn't like picked the day yet, but after we had that initial conversation, it was like my listeners just read my mind and they were like, you have to have Kate on, you have to have Kate on. And I was like... <laughs> Way ahead of you guys, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, shameless plug for the Patreon again. My sister, um, she she said that you put out a little bit of a Patreon content that I would be on the show and that I was quote-unquote highly requested. And I was like, dude, like you didn't have to put in that many requests for me. Like That's really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was all her. <laughs> yeah, like it's just my sister with, you know, like different accounts. So. <laughs> that's a lot of work. A lot of emails, a lot of Instagram accounts and stuff like that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Purposefully misspelling my name. So no. it still might have been Sam. Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was. I think people def- like really want to want to hear about what you're doing because you are doing something pr- pr- I think it's pretty unique right now. I'd never heard of it until until you were doing it. So we're going to get into yeah. your background and your history and all that stuff in just a second. But first, okay. since I just said that, people are probably like, okay, Kyle, what is she doing then? So why don't you go ahead and explain that right now? Okay, cool. Um, so my most recent project um, involves... Uh, the South Beyond 6,000 Feet uh, Challenge, or the Southern Sixers Peaks. Um, And so those are a collection of 40 peaks uh, south of the Mason-Dixon line and east of the Mississippi that are over 6,000 feet. Um, So it's a peak bagging challenge that's very similar to the Adirondack 46ers um, or the Northeast 4,000 footers, um, New Hampshire 4,000 footers, all of that good stuff um and this challenge has um really evolved uh for me when i first started doing it um i was like yep i think i'm just gonna grid him just do a grid of the southern sixers over a couple of years um and then in july of this year i did my first round of 40 um and (laughs) and i haven't stopped uh, so, so yeah, I'm going to continue to try and do um, complete rounds of the Southern Sixers for as long as I can, hopefully through winter. Um, it's not only the first time a single year grid has been attempted to my knowledge, but um, the first grid as well. Um, peak bagging oh, is not wow. really a, th- a th- yeah, peak bagging is not like really a thing down here. Um, 
and we can talk a little bit more about that. The example that I always use is uh, my, so my first round, the first time I did the Southern Sixers, there were six people in my like class mm-hmm. uh, in 2015. And in my Adirondack 46ers year, there were like 2000. Yeah. So, you know, like it's uh, it's it's definitely really different um, and it's really cool to, um, you know, one, just like explore these peaks and two, there's just um, there's not so much information about there. So um, about these peaks. So like being able to be a resource to folks is really awesome. And, um, you know, like that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to document what I'm doing as much as I do, um, because I love these peaks. I want to get more folks uh, down here. Um, and it's badass, man. Like yeah. it's the peak bagging challenge for the highest peaks east of the Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, really, yeah. which is, which is really cool. Um, oh yeah. They're so cool, man. They're so cool. I wonder if this is the first like podcast that's covered this. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Not that it really matters, but just, I mean, like I, the reason I kind of asked you that question there is because I don't really know very much about these peaks. I mean, I know of some of them, but I'd never heard of this list before. Um, I kind of stumbled upon your Instagram and your contact info and all that stuff. And Mm. like you just said, you're the first person that's going to be gridding, hopefully. Well, first person, probably even attempting to grid these peaks. Is that accurate? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, to my knowledge, I'm the first person to to even attempt a grid of them. Um, and again, like it's you know, it's not that I'm like bigger or stronger or a faster hiker than anybody out there. It's just that you know, I'm you know the first. Like I'm from the Northeast, and I have um, sort of that like Northeast peak bagging um, knowledge. And so um, yeah, I mean, pretty much what happened and what the inspiration was. Uh, I was up in New Hampshire a little bit over the winter, um, and I was just finishing up a a red line of Great Smoky Mountains National Park, uh, and I was like, oh, like, what am I going to do after I'm done redlining the Smokies? And uh, a friend and I went up, and we did a single-day PEMI. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, just being up there, I was like, oh, like, gridding's a thing. Like, gridding's a thing people do. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'll just grid the Southern Sixers. Um, Easy. And, like, yeah, like. <laughs> I make it yeah, sound no so, like, nonchalant, like it doesn't even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's next, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like um, I really expected uh, the Smokies to take longer. And, like, um, I'm I'm just somebody that ha- always has to like have a project. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, man, like a gridding, will, a grid will take me like a long time. Like that'll be <laughs> that'll be good <laughs> to focus on. Um, and then yeah, I was slowly, so I technically started my grid uh, in February while I was still working on my Smokies Peaks and um, <laughs> and sort of along the way, I discovered another hiker who is up in New Hampshire. Um, and who's doing some really cool stuff uh, up with some peak bagging lists up there. Um, and his name is Philip Karsha. I've heard of him before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and so, yeah, that's sort of like what inspired me. Because um, I I'd thought of actually doing a calendar year grid. Um, but I was like, oh, shit. Well, like, you know, the time's not really right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'd have to wait. Yeah, and I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, I don't want to. I don't want to wait. Um, and so then when I, when I saw him, you know, like just the the concept of a single year grid, I was like, "Oh, like, I, I really, I really had to think about it for like, uh, I think like maybe like a month or two. I really thought about it. Okay, so um, that that's different than what you just said a few minutes ago. How you were just <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, I'll just go grid the south like easy." Oh so. no, no, no. So <laughs> yeah, like I was told, I was like, "I'm gonna grid the south over like." two or three years you know what i mean and then yeah and then like i found out what philip was doing and i was like could i single your grid no i don't like like just playing with it um and then i did my first round of 40 and i was just like yeah i'm like gonna do this or run myself into the ground trying (laughs) (laughs) i gotcha i gotcha Um, yeah it's just like one yeah oh sorry sorry um have you talked to philip at all Yes. Um, yeah, actually, I have. Um, I like just talked to Philip. Uh, Philip, like, <laughs> he will like, 
come into my DMs like once or twice, like once every month or like once every two months with the most inspiring shit you've ever read. And you just want to fucking like just like cry. And then, you know, like he just like trots off into the wilderness. Like, like you, dude, you, are the, you are the fucking wolf, man. Like it's um, <laughs> yeah, he's oh, been um, he's going to love really... this. He's going to love this when he hears it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he's been super supportive. Actually, um, a lot of folks in the Northeast Peak Bagging community have been very supportive. Um, Alton's been very supportive. I still have a few friends up there from um, when I used to live and hike in New York and in the Adirondacks. Um, so yeah, I do feel like um, it's been really rad to like uh, sort of see these like Northeast hikers that are like, yeah, man, like I don't know what what you're doing down there, but like it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it it definitely is cool. Um, yeah. So I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take a step back here, and we're gonna go over you know who you are and how you get into hiking oh, okay. and all that stuff. But <laughs> I had to I had to have you explain that right off the bat there oh, because it, yes. it's yeah. it, it's pretty important, and I kind of mentioned it too. So at that point, kind of have to explain it. But anyways, yeah. Okay. So you have done a bunch of hiking, Kate. Actually, first of all, can we just acknowledge the fact that. We were both on those Appalachian Trials calls like f- way back, like four I, years, three, four years ago, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, like, I, I think it was circa 2015, Which is hilarious. And yep. I like vaguely remember most of those calls because at the time I was like a sophomore in college still. I know. You were like a little, you were a, a like wee little baby hiker. And I, if, if I recall correctly, so what we're talking about everybody here is <laughs> for you, uh, if, if you haven't been in this like whole hiking world for um, the past, I don't know, a couple years, anyways, a website called The Trek which I'm sure pretty much everybody knows what that is. Yeah. That website was originally called Appalachian Trials. And back when it was called Appalachian Trials, um, well, I guess, I don't know. Do you still do you still work with the Trek at all? Um, I occasionally, like, will do something for Zach if he needs me to write, like, something very, very specific. Um, but not, I mean, not so much. I, I really think that that site has, like, very, very much blown up and, like, oh, yeah. they're much more into vlogging now and all that, and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, so, anyways, uh, the trek used to be called Appalachian Trials and back then, yeah, like you said, 2015, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, yep. we both used to write for mm-hmm. Appalachian Trials and I, it sounds like, Kate, you're s- still kind of doing it a little bit here that here and yeah. there. Um, I pretty much just like straight up stopped a couple of years ago, mostly because yeah. I just um I just ran out of time with school and a bunch of other stuff going on in my life. So, but I I did it for like two years. And anyways, we used to have these calls where Zach Davis, the guy who runs uh the Trek Appalachian Trials, would get like all the writers together or some of them anyways on a on a big Skype call. It was like once a month or something like that, and we would just kind of go over like what we've worked on and some of our ideas and stuff like that, and Way back then, Kate and I were both, like, in those calls. And it wasn't, like, the kind of thing where you're, like, actually, like, talking one-on-one with people. It was more just like, like I just said, like, everybody just go around the table pretty much and everyone gives their spiel. So we didn't really, like, actually talk to each other, but I just think it's kind of funny that, like, we were both on that. And so I saw your name pop up on Instagram. Actually, believe it or not, I'm pretty sure Philip. Something from Philip's story was like the first time that I like oh, stumbled yep. across your social media, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, wait a minute! I remember her from from the Appalachian Trial days." Anyways, yeah. I just I just <laughs> I had to bring that up, and it's also kind of funny because I like vaguely remember those calls because most of the time they were on Saturdays, I think, and yeah. or like Friday nights, Saturday nights, and at the time I was literally living in a fraternity house, so I was. I was pretty intoxicated for most of those calls. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you be the judge of it, but I thought I held it together pretty well. But that I was, I was always like, "Fuck yeah, let's go talk to Zach." And it, like, I was always so stoked on him. So. And a bunch of these <laughs> random ass hikers. Yeah, like a lot of like older people too. It was just a, it was an interesting vibe. But he would always have us like hold up the drinks or whatever and i was yeah, always underage yeah. so i felt kind of awkward about that but i know i, I, was, I was i was <laughs> i was just about to call you out and i was like oh shit like do i want to drag kyla grady on his <laughs> own podcast like should i do that uh, but i'm glad that 
I'm glad you dragged yourself. Uh, that would have been sorry, amazing. mom. <laughs> um, oh god. <laughs> but yeah, th- that was that was always funny. But anyway, so um, through through that whole experience, uh, I I know that you have done a ton of hiking, way more than I have, and I kind of want to hear about that. So we're gonna we're gonna start from the beginning. First of all, how did you discover like through hiking and you know this whole hiking world beyond just uh the normal day hikes that the average joe might do you know okay um so uh i grew up not liking uh either outside uh or physical exercise so um i definitely think i was a little bit more of uh probably (laughs) an unlikely hiker um but in 2014 i graduated from college, um, and I have a liberal arts degree. And I was kind of freaking out about like what I was going to do after I graduated. I was having some trouble finding a job, um, so I did t- decided to take um, take a little money and give myself a little bit of like some padding on my resume and figure out what I was going to do. And uh, I decided to hike the Appalachian Trail. See, that's that's interesting because I feel like most people are afraid that it would like hurt their like career like yeah. opportunities but you say like you did it to like pad your resume and i'd read that you had yes. written that somewhere online as well so yeah well i think that um i think that it does hurt your resume when you are a serial through hiker um which is what <laughs> i would become but at that point i was like um you know i'll just do this one through hike and it will be interesting and prove that i'm tenacious and brave and all that stuff mm-hmm. and then i will never go into the woods again because <laughs> i don't really like hiking um, so that was my plan and it didn't work out <laughs> because I'm still hiking, uh, five years later. Um, yeah, so I hiked the AT, uh, southbound in 2014 and then caught the hiking bug pretty hard. Um, I did a bunch of peak bagging stuff after that, uh, the Catskill 3500 club, um, my first round of South Beyond 6,000 feet too. Um, as well, and then I did the Colorado Trail, uh, some some smaller trails, Bartram, the foothills, which we also have in common. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, although I had an awful experience in the foothills trail. I did not get good weather. Yeah, you also did it a little bit faster than I did, so you probably didn't have... Although I was actually pretty out of shape when I did that hike, so it didn't really feel like I was <laughs> doing it slower, but... <laughs> You, you did it in February, right? Because I, I've read yeah. your article on the trek about it when I was when it I was, was preparing. It was awful. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Uh, y'all do not do it in February. It is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's always really interesting to like get feedback on different trails. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, I did little trails. Oh, and then I finished my Adirondack Forty Sixers. Uh, the same year. Um, while I was still living in North Carolina, I came wow. back from a wedding <laughs> and like just knocked out like the last ones that I have of the 46ers. Um, and then, and then I did the PCT, uh, in 2017, also southbound, um, pattern there for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Smokies all trails or, or redlining. Um, that's more of a like Northeastern term. So I redlined the Smokies. I hiked all the trails. Uh, How many miles is that? So the Smokies, it's it's much less mileage than uh, the White Mountains Red Line, which uh, is it, it, which is hell. Um, I've looked at the map and it gives me agita. Yeah. Um, the Smoky- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it literally looks like somebody took angel hair and just like splayed it onto a map. Uh, so kudos to anybody who's redlining the White Mountains National Forest. Um, but the Smokies. <laughs> a little foreshadow for everybody listening. Most likely, next week's guest is going to be someone who is redlined in the whites. But anyways, let me. I'm not going to cut you off. Most yeah, likely, definitely. <laughs> most likely, if his if That's... his internet works, then hopefully it'll happen. That is rad. Um, because seriously, um, oh god, um, just looking at the map like really gives me heart palpitations. But, but um, how many miles is is the Smokies? Okay, so the Smokies, um, there are 797 miles of trail in the National Park. And of course, you know, you do more mileage than that. Um, yeah. I ended up with around 1,100 miles um, to to complete that. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, you, you t- a good chunk of change. Trying to say it's like significantly less, that's, that's still a lot of miles. Um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, yeah. And then that brings me to my most recent project, which is um, an attempt uh, at a single year grid of the Southern Sixers. Did you say you had done the Northville Placid Trail too? Oh, fuck. I forgot. God damn it. <laughs> That's how you, you know, know you're a hiker, people. <sighs> when you've hiked so much shit, shit that you for, you start <sighs> to forget stuff like <laughs> that uh... you've hiked. <laughs> And you know what? Oh, god damn it. And well, I'm glad that I I'm glad that I told you about it. I this is very sad. I like wrote down all my trails so I wouldn't forget them and I forgot one. So, <laughs> um yeah, um so uh my my sister Sam is also a through hiker, so we did the Northville Placid Trail as a shakedown. Gotcha. So uh so yeah, like she made it, so <laughs> It worked. Is, are you are you trying to throw shade there? She made it no, as if someone no. you're talking to didn't make it. <laughs> no, no, no. So we actually um, we bailed on our on our first attempt at through hiking the Northville Placid Trail, which was totally my fault. Um, I was an asshole. Uh, <laughs> oh. And I, I was like, yeah, man, we'll do twenties and we'll sleep like under an open tarp with no bug protection. Um, <laughs> and we promptly got fucked. It was also June, so you know. Um, yeah, so we got pretty fucked and bug bitten and et cetera, et cetera. I don't even want to imagine what oh, that must God. have been like. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah, I I felt really bad as the person who had uh, planned it all. Um, <laughs> I was working at, as a guide at the time, and I was like, oh, I think I'm, like, really bad at my job. <laughs> um, but we went back and finished it. We went back and finished it, um, and it was much better. There were There was more bug protection. Yeah. <laughs> Good. But Good. yeah, man, that trail is, and I'm not making a pun, but maybe I am making a pun. It's pretty gnarly. It is pretty gnar gnarly. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. It is. And I mean, I'm not going to harp on this too much because I've said this so much at this point, but like, I feel like for its length and for its lack of elevation, that trail is like still just. Like on paper, it's so easy, right? But it's yep. not like I didn't. I don't know. Everybody can go listen to the the other episodes on that trail if they want to <laughs> know why that is. But see, I'm I'm glad I'm not the only person who's had to build on that trail. I gotta go back though. Yeah. I'm gonna go back maybe yeah. next year. Hopefully next year. Um, yeah, we'll see. But definitely yeah. go back and section it and. Um... Yeah, I, I do really think that it is a it's definitely a fun little trail that should probably only be hiked in the fall. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> uh, just away from the bugs. Yep, like done and done and done. Yeah, pretty but it's, much. It's, it's broken three through hikers, you, <laughs> me, and my sister. So uh, it's got a track record, y'all. Yes, yes, and it's it's broken <laughs> more than that. I can tell you right now. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> for sure. See, there's the for sure. I'm trying to cut back on the for sure's because people have started to like like make fun of me for it, shit. But I oh mean, my god, it's, it's kind of deserved. So I, I'm trying, I'm trying to cut back, anyways. But there's oh, there's dude, one that, that's like personal style. And somebody gave you a really nice <laughs> review about like being a good host. So like, just tell them that. Well, you I mean, it. like jokingly making fun of me. No, no one's like actually been oh, like okay. this host sucks. He just says oh, like it for sure every. So no, it's like it's it's fine, but. I don't know. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> dude. Okay. Um, <laughs> so good. Uh, how you you might have said this. You probably said mm-hmm. this a few minutes ago when we were talking about the South Beyond Six Thousand. But um, how far into the grid are you right now? Um. So right now I've done um. So for my single year grid, I technically I started doing rounds of 40 uh, in July. So July, August, September. So three months and five peaks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm not I'm not very far into it. Um, it's sort of been that's been a tough distinction. I kind of um, <laughs> I'm kind of kicking myself in, in the butt because like it's it's always been really important to sort of share what I'm doing, um, especially if it's like a random and not very well-known thing mm-hmm. um like the south beyond six thousand feet on instagram um and then w- when i was like oh shit i think i'm gonna do a single year grid um it- it's kind of announced itself for me like people aren't stupid they're like mm, we know what you're doing <laughs> but um but yeah it's definitely lent like a little bit of a. um i definitely feel like i have sort of like committed to it and announced that to the world before um before I was ready. Um I feel like announcing it at three months and before I've sort of um 
you know, been through the the depths and the hell of winter is it's a little premature, but I'm going to, you know, try my best to, to to live up to it. And 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 if not, like, I'll just still get a grid of it and I'll be happy with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I think I think you'll be OK, though. I, I think you're I mean, I, I guess I can understand how that would be. Um, What's the word? I don't know. I, I can understand how that would be like a little daunting, like announcing yeah. to the world like that. But yeah. But you're 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 good. You're good. It's funny when I had originally reached out to Philip. It was, mm-hmm. it was in like January maybe or like December Ugh. of last year. So he Ugh. was still only a couple months into his single year yeah. grid, and he he kind of like neglected to come on until whenever we did our first episode i think it was like mid-april late april yeah maybe. i was gonna say yeah it was april not that i listened to the episode several times but uh <laughs> it was april yeah it was in in the reason was the same exact thing you just said pretty much he just didn't want to get like too ahead of himself yeah, um for sure. which honestly as someone who has never done anything like this i never even considered that that would be a like a concern so and i i also didn't really realize it because the reason I knew about his single year grid was because we had talked about it in person when I went through the notch mm. um, on yeah. my AT through hike. I didn't learn it yeah. from social media because he hadn't really yep. announced it on social media yet. So I guess that kind of makes sense. But um, thank you for, for coming out here and, and just kind of, yeah, laying it all out there like that and, and committing to it. I think you can do it. I know winter's coming, but <laughs> let's be real. The South doesn't have winter compared to Vermont, so I'm not too worried oh, about God. it. <laughs> not that I've ever hiked in the south during the winter, so I actually have no fucking idea, but it can't be that yeah. bad, right? <laughs> no, no, and 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 our winters are, are definitely variable. Um, I think just just for, for me, um, the, well, I mean, you know, the, the Blue Ridge Parkway um, winds through a lot of our, our high mountains, mm-hmm. and so access to the mountains change and so the the routes will get quite a bit longer um i estimate about 100 miles longer per month um so that's definitely yeah so so regardless of whether it snows or not um the mileage is really gonna um really gonna add up and so that's sort of like um that's sort of the big thing is um is access to these peaks and um it's definitely something that i'm like dreading um but that i'm excited for um i know these mountains really well and i've been looking up alternate routes and bushwhacks and um freaking like finding ways to bike up the parkway if i have to um Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah that's sort of like the main challenge but like yeah we don't have like those like crazy alpine conditions like they do in new hampshire it's definitely like um it's it's not of the, of the same um, caliber at no. all. It's just it's more like a challenge of monotony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I I know a little bit about the Blue Ridge Parkway, and by that I yeah. mean I know of the Blue Ridge Parkway. I've never really <laughs> you been on it. On it. <laughs> oh, I, I guess that's true. But the that was, waysides, yeah, man. That was Skyline Drive. I guess that is the same. That was in the National yeah. Park. But I guess even before Shenandoah, yeah. there was a little bit of a. Like it did cross it a little bit. Um, it does a little bit, and the parkway connects to Skyline Drive, so like they're they're pretty similar. Like okay. it's the same sort of like feel with the wayside. So, does that road go like pretty close to the summits of a lot of these mountains? Can you like literally just like hike like like a half mile from the road to the top of some of these mountains? Um, so the answer to that question is yes, you absolutely can. Um, you can drive to the top of some of these summits. Uh, you've hiked two of them on the Appalachian Trail, one which you can drive to the top of, which is Clingman's Dome. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you do that, you are not eligible uh, to be accepted into the South Beyond 6,000 Okay, so that's that's kind of where I was going. I was wondering if there yeah. was some sort of like criteria there. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for the South Beyond 6,000 Feet Club, um, <laughs> this like kind of drives me insane. Um, you have to hike like it doesn't matter which mountain it is um you have to hike a minimum of five miles um with at least 500 feet of elevation gain hmm. and you have to um it's just, this is actually pretty similar to the long trail because you, you have to document which route you took okay so you know how like on the long trail they have you submit your journal yep yeah it's like that interesting um, okay yeah so there's so there's a little bit of paperwork involved for me it's just like 
if you're doing rounds of 40 in 12 months of the year, it's just like, it's a lot of paperwork. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> to keep track of that. Um, but but it's okay. There's there's a spreadsheet for, for anything. And my sister uh, makes mine. So thanks, Sam. Oh, nice. Another shout out to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's going to get a lot of shout outs. Um, and then I'm going to embarrass her publicly. Oh. So I'm looking forward to that. She's probably going to not subscribe to the Patreon anymore after that, oh, so you better be careful. <laughs> oh, God. It's not that bad, I promise. Okay. No. I'm, I I don't think she'll unsubscribe. I hope not. Um, <laughs> I need her money. Dude, I, <laughs> I don't think she would. She's super nice. I promise, dude. I promise. I don't think so. I don't think so. She's been <laughs> so awesome for the show. Um Yay. So are there any other, like... The quirks or caveats with this with this list, and and let me explain that. For mm-hmm. instance, I learned through this show that the Catskills thirty five hundred footer club <gasps> yes. has that thing where you have to hike a couple of them during the winter, In which the is winter. which is like different from like the Adirondack forty six or the New Hampshire forty eight. So, are there any like weird kind of unique things like that that are um that are involved with this list? Um, that is an excellent question. Um, I think probably the weird ones are, um, having to write everything down. Um, a somewhat unique one is that, um, about a third of the peaks don't have any discernible trail to the summit. Okay. Okay. Um, and, uh, like the Catskill 3500 club, they are, um, well, it, it's changing a bit now as it becomes more popular. Um, but for the most part, they are true bushwhacks. Um, so like much more off trail tra- true off trail travel than you would get from like the herd pass um in the 46ers okay. um or up in New Hampshire. So that's pretty um that's pretty cool. How, so did you say did I hear a third there of the peaks are are no trail? Oh so, yeah. So that's pretty crazy. I I think I've probably said this before at some point on the show but I'm not much of a bushwhacker and by that I mean I'm not at all a bushwhacker i don't know why i didn't just (laughs) say that but anyways so i actually had another question written down about this yeah yeah so like can you just talk about the bushwhacks a little bit i mean that's totally totally yeah yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave it at that we'll see where that goes (laughs) yeah so the bushwhacks um i will say and i have to shout out the the catskill 3500 club was my first peak bagging challenge it's my it's my home challenge i'm from catskill new york um that's oh, are you really? Fucking hard, yeah, man. Side uh, that side yeah. comment. I I stopped at the uh, the Stewarts there, right off the interstate <gasps> when I drove down there. <laughs> oh, the stews! Oh man, that's one thing I miss about New York is I like love man, Stewart's. some some Stewie's hot dogs and like some Mountain Brew. Oh, some. How about the ice cream? I was going for more of the ice cream rather than the shitty beer, but I mean. <laughs> oh, I mean. You that can always too. make a float. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a Mountain Brew and like, uh, well, cotton candy is my favorite. I love Stuart's. But, I love uh, Stuart's. I, I love just, st- I just had to say that because, um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was man, going down there with the. That's <laughs> Shout out to all the New York people that listen to the show, or, or, or the, or the northeastern New York people, anyways. Um, yes, yes. And yeah, I was like going down there with a buddy who had never been to Stewart's before. And I was like, no, we got to get ice cream at Stewart's. And we oh, stopped God. and he was like, this is just a gas station. Like, I thought we were getting ice cream. I was like, just just hang on. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> and then we stopped. We stopped again on the way back, too, because it was so good. So anyways, oh, dude. <laughs> shout, it out is, it is, uh, shout out to Stewart's. Shout out to Stewart's. Please sponsor the podcast, Stewart's. I would uh, love that. We, I don't even need yeah, to like, be paid either. I'll just take some free ice cream. You can't get it <laughs> no. up here in a, in the Burlington area. So <laughs> Don't tell them you don't need to be paid. <laughs> you need to be paid. And then we need additional ice cream as well. Uh, <laughs> we just gave them a bunch of buzz marketing so i know maybe yeah, i'll have to can. like send this to them or something <laughs> oh you well we'll just we'll tag them we will tag yeah, them I'll on tag, instagram tag stewards <laughs> i'm sure they'll give you a bunch of money <laughs> everyone's probably like okay guys we get it like stewards is I'm sick so- <laughs> no no it's, it's okay i was, the, I know, one, I was I- the one that brought it up i was the one that brought <laughs> it up <laughs> i know i do feel bad but it's just like man when you like bring on a listener who kind of already knows your personality. I feel like it's just like a ball that gets rolling. <laughs> it's it's fun for me, I'll tell you. I mean, they're always fun, of course, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. This this is fun. This is fun. Uh let's get back so so bushwhacking. Oh, sorry everybody. <laughs> bushwhacking. About mountains and hiking. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, around a third of them. Um, I did do a count where technically 22 out of the 40 uh, don't have trails to the top. Um, and again, like these can range from pretty discernible herd paths to like, you know, you're absolutely covered uh, in what we in the South call rhododendron hells mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> to get to the top of peaks. Um, but some of these are like really, really cool. Um, one of the peaks on the list is, um, I've heard it either pronounced Gaio or Gaiout. Um, and it is the tallest peak without a trail east of the Mississippi. It is fucking huge. You walk right past it on the AT, um, like right past it as you're going to Tricorner Knob Shelter. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's just like such a cool experience to be up that high with all these like dead and down Fraser firs um just like surrounding you and there's just like a little cairn at the top uh and it's just like this is badass <laughs> <laughs> um so so yeah they definitely presented some challenges in the beginning like uh i actually got turned back off of off of uh gaio um during one of my first rounds just like fucked up the bushwhack um but but yeah like now now i love doing them um like i know them pretty much like the back of my hand which is like such a cool experience yeah um all, yeah like being off trail in the backcountry um if anybody looks at my instagram you know that i hike quite a bit at night um so like like i don't know man like i just feel like a fucking superhero when i go out there and i'm like <laughs> oh like i'm just like in the middle of the woods at night and i know where i'm going and like it's just um yeah it's a really cool and rewarding experience so i haven't brought up snakes in a long time on this podcast because <laughs> i haven't been talking about my through hike as much and most of the hiking i do around here or all of the hiking i do around here for that matter is without having to worry about snakes Poisonous snakes, I should say. Yeah. So the first thing that came to mind when you were talking about how much you're doing off trail here mm. in the South is that I would be super fucking afraid of stepping on a rattlesnake, honestly. Like, even yeah. when I was on trail, I was, like, super careful about that. Like, I can't imagine just yeah. bushwhacking. So I don't know. Do, yeah. you, do you think about that much? Like, have you had any sketchy encounters? Like... Snakes. Talk about talk about snakes, or hopefully the lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> um, so snakes, not so much, but like, yeah, absolutely. That is the number one thing. Uh, es like, especially when I'm bushwhacking, and especially when uh, I'm bushwhacking at night that I'm looking out for, because um, because it does happen. Um, it absolutely does happen. I'm not like uh, crushing trail when I'm bushwhacking. Mm -hmm. um, I'm usually looking at my feet, like genuinely trying not to fucking like break something um or get bitten by something um i have not had any weird snake experiences um good good <laughs> uh, yeah man i i am feeling good um feeling pretty confident as i'm going into the winter months as well um so they yeah won't be out yeah. as much um i see bear pretty frequently uh in great smoky mountains national park um just like there's some weird shit i almost hit a an elk in my van going to a trailhead that was pretty wild uh that's like and i'm not kidding that's the worst animal experience i've had uh while gritting is almost hitting that goddamn elk jeez i didn't even know they had in elk the down there <laughs> yeah they they reintroduced them um in 2001 and oh, 2002 okay. so it's yeah fairly, fairly recent then okay oh yeah yeah, and and they don't usually um, get like high enough up to the up to the Appalachian Trail. They like to stay like low in the valleys, so like you probably won't see one while you're through hiking. But yeah, nope, they're absolutely they are out there. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So how do you navigate like when you're so like I said, I've never bushwhacked before. There's probably some mm -hmm. some dude listening to this that knows everything about navigation, and he's like, "All right, screw this loser, this newbie." <laughs> but I am kind of curious how you go about the uh, the navigating when you're off trail. Yeah. Um. So when I when I like when I first started bushwhacking and doing off trail travel, it was for the Catskill 3500 Club. Um. So I started learning with like just a map and compass. Um. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, that was super, super helpful. Um, yeah, I mean, I started that list in like 2013. Um, and now I'm a little bit more lazy. Uh, so <laughs> I just have like a little 
phone handheld GPS. Um, most of the bushwhacks are pretty short. Um, so like uh, the longest bushwhack is around a mile each way. Okay. So they're, okay, that's not they're, too bad. Yeah. They're oh yeah. So like they're not like any of the the Catskill thirty five hundred club ones where like you know there's like ten miles of bushwhacking. So nice. they're, yeah, they're really not that bad. You're just kind of like um, on trail for most of the time, and then you just like um, shoot up the side of a trail, summit, and then come back down. Okay. Okay. So that's not yeah. that's not too bad then. No, it's 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 really not. It's really not. Good. Good to hear. What would you say? <laughs> are some of your favorite peaks on the list and why um so my my favorite peaks are um there is a so 12 of the 40 are located in great smoky mountains national park um and four of them uh yeah four of them you've already done because they're on the at um so they're Kligman's, collins chapman and sequoia Okay. Um, so you already did this. Congratulations. Four out of four. Thank you. Thank you. I've been waiting for someone to congratulate me on those four peaks. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, and all you need to do is come back and do the rest of the wait, list. What, I wait, keep what telling again? You... Klingman's. I wasn't even so so stupid. I was taking your congratulations, <laughs> not even listening. Um, Klingman's. And what are the other ones? Um. So so Klingman's Dome, obviously, and then Collins is like right next to Klingman's Dome. I don't even remember that um, one. No, it's, I don't even think, it's just probably like a bump on the map. Gotcha. Um, but yep, Mount Collins. Chapman and Sequoia are both, um, so they are both on the AT. Um, technically, to some of them, you'd have to just like run like up the side of the mm-hmm. trail. And there's like a car up there and you just like poke it and then run back. Um, but they pretty much run over the tops gotcha. of the Appalachian gotcha. Trail. Okay, well... Yeah, I, I I had a pretty bad time going through the Smokies, so I remember oh, Clingman's Dome, but that's about <laughs> that's about it. So, <laughs> but nothing else. I know, I know. I always feel like uh, I always feel like Northlanders just get the Smokies at like the worst time. Yeah, and to be fair, I was late, so at least I didn't get like snow and cold through there. Well, it was cold, but not yeah. like seriously cold. So yeah. it probably wasn't that bad, but it was very it was very wet and not the most comfortable thing. Um, but after I, after I got out of the Smokies, I was like, shit, if I could make it through that, then like, I'm probably good, honestly. <laughs> and, and I was, so. <laughs> yeah. Like if I didn't die of hypothermia, then like, I'll probably be fine. Probably be good. Um, yeah. <laughs> how about, did you, did you even actually get to answering the question there? I was. Oh, oh no. I was just talking about the Smokies and, um, so. I, I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. We just keep going on tangents. That's fine. Um, so, so yes, so there's the, the four, um, in sort of the Western part of the park, um, which are those four, sorry, well, there are a couple that are, that are off trail as well. Okay. Um, but there are eight in the Eastern section of the park. Uh, none of them have trails. And so they are doable in, um, like this nice and in my opinion, um, neat little, um, hike, which, which is my favorite hike it's 38 miles um i usually do it as like what i affectionately call midnight madness um and it's just like it's just so much fun they're super remote you're in like the nation's most visited national parks on the high the third highest peak in the park and nobody is there and it just feels like Somebody fucking closed Disneyland and you're in there after dark all by yourself. <laughs> and I just great. like, oh, like, I just love it. Like, every time I go out to do it, I'm just like, put on my cute little hiking dress and just go crush. Um, yeah. So those probably the the eight Eastern Smokies peaks are are my favorites for sure. Why do you hike at night so much? <laughs> uh, because I have a job. Oh, honestly. Yeah. What's your what's your job? Um, so right now, uh, I work as a groups coordinator, uh, for one of the adventure centers, uh, here where I work in Asheville. So, um, so a lot of my shifts, um, will sort of like switch around. So sometimes, um, I'll be able to like work from seven in the morning until three. And then other times I can like go in at three or four. Um, and so what I like to do with like 
the remaining time is I just like see see what I can do and so um so like so yeah so like I know I can do that 38 mile eight bushwhack hike in 17 hours Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) because like I've had to do it and then go to work (laughs) Jesus uh but and like oh believe you me I was like running on the downhills to the van like oh god (laughs) please don't let me be late um so yeah like I hike a lot at night and I think um and I think at this point I probably just have to like admit that I, I I think I like it and I know that sounds like super weird um I I wish my 2014 through hiker <laughs> body could like listen to that because I hated night hiking um with all of my heart and soul but like um yeah I like being on trail by myself um I feel like I can concentrate more like um just the solitude and I love the stars and all the little salamanders that come out um yeah I guess it's probably a little bit easier at least for the summer months too since you're mm-hmm. in the south um yeah you're not gonna have to worry about like being super cold like you would potentially certain oh, times oh, of year yeah. up here and then also just during the day like I can attest to how hot it gets even on the trail in the south from my through hike so that mm-hmm. must be kind of kind of nice as well avoiding a little bit of that heat at least the direct sunlight yes. Yeah, absolutely. And um and yeah, we have some, you know, there's also like some practical reasons. Like there's some really beautiful um peaks that uh that are included in this list, like um the Rhones, which you've also hiked. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so there's three yeah, there's three in the Rhone Highlands and like um I do those as a night hike pretty frequently. That um, would be sick, because they're so yeah, like grassy see? and That's, open. Yes. Yeah, when we had that meteor shower, like, I was like, cool, well, I guess I'm going to the Rones tonight, like, you know what I mean? So, like, like that's not a chore, that's not a scary night hike, like, yeah. you're just out there with, like, five miles of beautiful grassy bald all around you, and, like, the stars everywhere with nothing else, like... That gets uh... me so stoked, just hearing you say <laughs> that, because the Rhone Highlands was honestly one of my favorite parts of the whole trail, because yes! I was such a northeast hiker, and still yes. am and i was just not used to that like the grassy balls and that stuff so yeah that was that was really cool um yeah I, well i promise we have more of those grassy balls um and a lot of them are featured on this list um it's a really great way like if if you liked even a little bit of like what you saw on the at in the south like there's so much more from like the spruce fir forest and in the smokies to those beautiful grassy balls like and, like, what a better way to do that than, like, chip away at this list. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, do you sleep? Like, you're working, <laughs> you're doing all, like, you're gritting yeah. these mountains that are not, like, terribly close together, a lot of them. And I know Asheville is close to the mountains, but it's a little bit yeah. down. So, like, how the hell do you make all that work? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I definitely... <laughs> I I do sleep. I definitely crash, um, like, quite a bit. Like, sometimes I'll just be, like, um, sometimes I'll start to drive out for a hike and be, like, no, like, I I really have too much to do at work. Um, And then I'll just, like, work for, like, 12 or 15 hours until I'm, um, like, I've just solved the problem at work, Um, sleep for a couple hours, then, like, go go grid (laughs) (laughs) just because like um yeah it's it's just this like really interesting relationship of like um you know it's it's not like a through hike where like you know you just like get up every day and walk you kind of just have to like keep balancing everything from like relationships to work to like oh shit i haven't called my parents in two months like um and it's just like this very um finite balance where like Mm -hmm. Nothing is ever in balance, but for me, I just take these like big swaths of either work time or like trail time and uh, make it work as best as I can. Um, and then sometimes cry in my van. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. So you just brought up your van there. <laughs> yes. I've seen. Yeah. I've seen like I've seen so many like pictures on Instagram, and oh. I'm not gonna hate too much on like the van life thing but i'll be honest it does kind of like make 
make me laugh a little bit. Like, there's definitely some sick oh, fans. Oh, it's so good, dude. And like, it's I'm, so good. I'm, in, I'm not, I'm not saying in your circumstance, but just like the general. I just feel like it's, it's kind of like the term tramley. Like, it just makes me cringe. Like, fan life, dude. But yeah. in your circumstance, like, I can absolutely see how it is not only how it not only works, but how it like actually could help potentially um, traveling oh around gosh. to do all the hiking. So I, I do want to ask you about that. Um, yeah. Tell me about that. <laughs> it helps uh, so much. So I've actually been in the van for um, almost two years. Um, so I moved into it right after the PCT, right after I finished it um, in 2017. Um, so I've been home free for like two years or so. Okay. Um, and it has, I mean, it's just made like, doing all these miles way easier um i'm i'm not a digital nomad i have no ebook to sell you um (laughs) so like i so i don't like do the whole like travel thing um but like what i use it to do is when i get off of work um you know like i'll go sleep at the trailhead or like sleep at a a rest area on the way to the trailhead to sort Mm -hmm. of like break up uh like break up the travel time um as well as like, there is absolutely nothing better than getting back to the trailhead, and you just like make yourself a big giant pot of mac and cheese, and you and can just tuna. crash, yeah. Oh god, and you put on your Bob's Burgers and your slippers, and like, I'm sorry, like I will never live in a house. I could never <laughs> give that up. <laughs> um, That's freaking awesome. It just makes it, it makes it so doable. Um, I mean, just like from anything from breaking up the travel time. And my van is really, really small. Um, it's a Ford Transit Connect, so it's got four cylinders, um, 25 miles per gallon. So, um, so yeah, it's not, it's, you know, like, it's nothing special. I don't have solar or water or anything like that, but like, I'm, I'm a dirty through acre. <laughs> I don't need any of that. <laughs> how do you, yeah. how, how do you shower then? Do you even shower? Oh. Like, fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Like, you know, just I, I do what a lot of um, van folks do. You just shower. Um, you just shower at the gym, which is pretty, pretty normal. You just okay. get like a 24 hour fitness. Do that. Do you do you actually like go to the gym in addition to all this freaking <laughs> hiking or do you just do it for the shower? Fuck no, man. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I was going to be like, screw not. that. <laughs> uh, no, absolutely not. I hike a lot and I still eat gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I was like, I was dying. Somebody like slid into my DMs and they were like, you should do a what's in your pack video. And I was like, it's going to be about, like, five different kinds of gummy bears. Like, you really want to know what's in my pack? Like, we could discuss Haribo or peach rings, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I think I'm just a, just a through hiker at heart. That's awesome. Well, you're, you're a peak bagger right now, so. Yes. That's yes, another that thing that true. I, I think I think's cool about your, your story is that, I mean, there's a lot of through hikers that peak bag and peak baggers that go for a through hike but like mm. for the most part i feel like they're kind of two different like hiking challenges and i actually wrote an yes. article for appalachian trials about this way back in the day it's probably terrible i don't even want to go go and look <laughs> at it but I, everyone I've always, please go look at it let's make this even, shit viral <laughs> don't even try don't even try don't um, cut that don't edit it in post. <laughs> i won't i won't um i don't know i've always been just kind of drawn to the I don't even know how to say this, like the the comparison between those two types of hiking challenges, I guess. Mm. And and I don't know, I just thought that was kind of unique because, and, and this could also apply to Philip, um, you guys both understand like both sides of those challenges, like pretty in depth, like you both are through hikers and you're both peak baggers as well. And like I said, mm. I feel like most people are either peak baggers or they're through hikers so and i'm both too so i i don't know that's maybe that's that's probably why it like sticks out to me i guess but i think that's kind of cool that you can kind of see both sides of that yeah and i and i think that um something that i've i've definitely noticed is that um you know (laughs) in through hiking we have the affectionate term of hiker trash where it's just (laughs) kind of like you know like the people that just leave everything behind and i feel like um, for peak baggers, th- those types of folks usually 
um, are holding down jobs and are are doing the whole like work life balance thing, whether mm-hmm. it's a job or a family or or, or a relationship. And um, and again, yeah, like that's something that I think we all understand. And um, I think part of why it's important for me, at least, to sort of like share this is um, just for like. And, and I, I really try to, like, write about my experience, including, um, you know, like, working while doing this um, for people that are working um, mm-hmm. and that may never be able to go on a through hike to be like, no, like, you can achieve something that is really valuable, um, you know, like, and, and I think, like, peak bagging and section hiking are are great for that. Like, you don't have to go on a through hike to get that. Um, you know, that like once in a lifetime, huge accomplishment feeling. Absolutely not. Yeah. And I think we've, we've all balanced that. Um, and, and I think it's really interesting, like Philip has definitely given back to, to the community through sharing his story. And I think I'm trying to do the same thing. And like, you have this podcast, which I think is like an additional way that like, you're still connected to that community and still, um, give back to that community even though you're also holding down a job. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I was actually thinking sort of like about that too, about the ways that um, we all balance that and find ways to give back. Kate, are you ready to do your story? Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't forget. Yes. By the way, I, I found that article, so it is still up there. Um, is it bad? I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't read it, but February 5th, 2016. So... Oh. I'm going to have to look after we stop recording. It's a slightly different <laughs> title than I kind of... It's not like peak bagging versus through hiking. It's slightly different. So, yeah. Good luck finding it, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> although, I guess you could just search my name and go look through I my was posts gonna, yeah, on the track. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Let's, yeah let's, uh, let's, do, let's do a story. I Let's... let's embarrass sam or my sister whatever yes. you're gonna say <laughs> um so my sister dropped me off uh at katahdin during my very first through hike and uh i really didn't know a lot about through hiking um and so she was really uh nice and kind and decided to hike katahdin with me to send me off <laughs> and um <laughs> So we were hiking Katahdin and we got to Treeline and, you know, like we're both from the Catskills. So we saw the sunlight. And we were like, oh, sweet. Like ugh, we're already at the top. Like we're so <laughs> fast. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, and then we saw the rest of it. <laughs> and so we were ridiculously underprepared. And my sister was so underprepared that she only had one sock. <laughs> a single sock um so we ended up tying my buff around her foot um because like when we knew we hit trial we were like we are fucked like where the fuck are we what is going on um so that was me and sam's first experience with the alpine zone and man she came off that mountain like her foot was com- like was like bloody um uh, it was bloody as hell um and she got in my Toyota Camry and she drove away and she left me in the middle of Maine. Um, and then four years later, uh, I got to stand with her on Springer Mountain at the completion of her through hike. So uh, it all turned out OK. With two um, socks this time, I hope. <laughs> yeah, with, with two socks this time. Like it all turned <laughs> out all right. Um, but I, I did want to, to share with your listeners um that my sister did indeed. Her first summit of Catan was without one sock. So, I have a lot of questions about this. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck were we doing? Uh, see, <sighs> I feel like, I mean, everybody's ha- like has their story of like their first hike <laughs> and what they did to like highlight how they were underprepared or whatever the stupid shit yeah. they brought or didn't bring. But I feel like. Only bringing one sock. That's not even like a being un like not prepare for the hike thing. That's yeah. just like how the fuck do you not have two socks? Like I don't even. Like, yeah. How's that even yeah. a thing? <laughs> I don't like to be honest. I don't. I don't even like remember what happened to the sock. I just remember us being like, oh, like it's not a big deal. 
Like, it's not a big deal. Has it's she like, ever just, like, a little... like, walked around anywhere without a sock on? Like, in, a, oh, in sneakers? God. Like, how did Well, that... that's sort of the thing. No, she, like, lives in flip-flops, so I think the issue oh, was, like... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, was, like, she was, like, oh, I, I'll switch to sneakers and didn't bring socks. And then, like, <laughs> when we realized this mountain was fucking huge, she was, like, oh, shit, I better put on my socks. And there was only one. <laughs> um, that makes a little bit more sense then. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. like that that's like different than like forgetting your rain jacket or like your headlamp or like something like that. Like how do you forget a sock? But I right, that No, like... it's it's <laughs> more weird and it's more embarrassing and that's why it was in the forefront of my brain. That is so funny. Now <laughs> I'm gonna have Sam on when you're when you're hearing this, Sam. Oh. You're coming on, is what I'm saying. And <laughs> She's gonna have the opportunity to oh God. to to give it back to you, I guess, and oh. and even even the playing field here. <laughs> so, oh no. Sam, start thinking. <laughs> I'll reach out. We'll <sighs> we'll we'll set something up. And oh God, yeah. So <laughs> be ready <laughs> for the public humiliation. All right. That's what Trail right. Tales is all about: public humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Philip and Elton did the same thing, so I don't feel bad. <laughs> true, true. Kate, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for taking the time out of your crazy schedule, it sounds like. Where are you recording? If you live in a van, like, where are you recording this from right now? Oh, yeah. So I had to go get good Wi-Fi, so I, I did end up going going to the gym because they have very fast free Wi-Fi. Oh, another reason to, to get the gym pass. Sweet. Oh, heck Good yeah. stuff. Are you just like in the <laughs> lobby right now? Are people, are people just no. like working out in the background like, wait a minute, this 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 girl's hiked so much shit. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went and um, I went into one of like the, you know how they have like the small like yoga rooms and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. So I'm in one of the, one of the yoga rooms. It's nice <laughs> and quiet. So good. You that make is, it work. That is awesome. Kate, thank you so much. Where can people go to find you on Instagram and Facebook and MySpace and all that good stuff? <laughs> um, so the, the best place to grab me um, is probably Instagram. I update that pretty frequently. Um, and I am at Woodswoman um, with a Y. So it's W-O-O-D-S-W-O-M-Y-N. And you can find me there. Good stuff. As always, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. I think that's going to do it, Kate. Thank you so much to everybody listening. Have a good one. Don't forget to check out the Patreon. Shameless plug once again. Yeah, thank you for (laughs) listening and have a good one. Bye.